Hello everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the Lesbian Supper Club. We're now in season two, episode two. Very nice to be back. We're actually having a bit of like a Cornwall edition right now because we needed to escape London after Pride. So we've got too many lesbians chasing us down the street. So we Freya wishes that she had a load of lesbians chasing her down the street. Really she do. absolutely doesn't. I'm running away from her when we're in the street together. I know. I, I think it's really nice sometimes to like get away from London. We, we kind of have that thing sometimes mm-hmm. where, where we just have the urge to be like beach. Mm-hmm. We got here and it's Especially raining. Especially in summer. I mean, it's raining, but it's still a nice time. Yeah. And I'm sure you're all gagging to get an update on the nasty plumber. And I, when I mean nasty, I mean like nasty. nasty. Not as in like, he's nasty because he's too pathetic to be that. Um, yeah. We haven't heard anything, but hilariously, like the big man that he is, that likes to go into young women's drawers and take photos of things um zero response Mm. but you know feel free to try and keep reviewing and warning others off of this uh person and persons actually because it was more than one it was yeah well i haven't seen his um scammy little van no, I haven't. His little, his little think, souped up little van. I think he's got a garage Nothing now. Nothing again. He puts it in there and says, I've got a tiny cock, like my work van is a souped up VW in black. <laughs> it's just, so true. To be fair, loads of the girlies did reply and say, his name's Gary. How did you not know? AKA goes by Gaz. <laughs> and at that point, I, I don't have anything to say to no. you because it's completely fair enough. Mm. Like we should have fucking known. We should the have known, but we were also desperate for a plumber. We were desperate. Like we were actually desperate. And also... We were so stressed with that move and trying to Mm. do so many things at once. I just didn't have my thinking hat on and my assessment hat on like I usually would. No. Um, Massive faux pas from us. I completely agree. Uh, Definitely lived and learned. Don't be pointing the finger at us though, girls. I know his no, name is Gaz. I would point the finger at myself. Yeah, I know. And it's so fair enough because I feel like a lot of our listeners as well are so similar to us. So that is totally how I would have I've responded just to someone. you've done your lips and I haven't. That's fine. No, because it's going to look like you're going to look like you've got nice voluptuous lips and you do have I nice do voluptuous lips. Nice, Let me finish. <laughs> Christ. I just spotted the Lost Mary. The Lost Mary's in the corner of the sofa. Oh, yeah, sake. it is. I don't care. Love my Lost Mary. I thought, I was thinking to myself, I was like, I'm not going to bring the Lost Mary in from the car. No, it was a sign because I put on a pair of shorts that I wore here last time and it was in the pocket. Well... So we, it brought us together. It did. We've got mixed reviews on The Lost Mary. We've got a few people being like, no, I love it. We've got some people being like, yeah, I agree with Freya. So you've all chosen gonna... your sides. That's absolutely fine. I won't forget. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Today's first topic that I want to discuss is the Kyle Richards and her new Jan. Mm. Haven't ever gone into Jan on this podcast. Okay, so Jan in our language, aka made-up language, but it's relatively universal actually throughout the UK and hopefully wider now. Jan means lesbian. And I picked up the term from my first girlfriend who went to Bath University and it was used there within the girls' football team and I think other football teams. And I think, and this is this is not fact, but it's theory or mm. what my understanding of where this word came from it was actually created by the Loughborough uni girls Mm -hmm. to identify another lesbian so rather than shouting lesbian on the pitch and pointing it 
you know, who they thought were other lesbians from other universities that they were playing, <laughs> they came up with the code word Jan. Mm. So it would just be like, oh, Jan. Oh, she's Jan. Yeah. Do you think she's a Jan? And so no, like the other teams didn't know what they were talking about. But then this ended up kind of linking on or people ended up kind of catching on, so to speak. And it did sort of start to spread. Mm. Now, with that spread came subcategories of the word Jan. So like we have kind of our lesbian categories that we would say, you know, are like mask or femme or, you know, butch, all of those kinds of things. Jan has its own type of categories, but more creative, one may say. So one of the terms for Jan is Narnia Jan, which means in the closet. So I'm sure a lot of you girls listening can relate to that, which is (laughs) basically a lesbian, aka Jan, who is still trying to say that she is straight. So Whereas, you know, in normal terms, we would say in the closet. Like Narnia Jan. In Jan Jan terms, it would be Narnia Jan. The same as there would be like baby Jan, Mm -hmm. which is obviously what you would call baby gays. And so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. There are a lot more. I'm not going to go into them. Um, There's too many. Too many. And some of them, we're talking as well when a lot of these like labels were floating around and I say labels I mean it's very loosely used and it was used all in just you know just a bit of fun yeah but some of them would probably now not float quite as well Mm. um none of those I actually use I only ever really use baby Jan and Narnia Jan Mm. Mm -hmm. um so yeah I love it, and I so, still use it to this day. It's a, it's a good context background because, like, I think that we say we say Jan a lot without realizing yeah. that we say it. So yeah. when we say like Carl Richards and her new Jan, now you guys know what we mean. When we, we say mean, her new Jan, we may mean her new lesbian, and I've forgotten her, new her lesbian lover. I've forgotten her name. What's yeah, the new so lesbian's name? What's the new lesbian's name, Liv? Oh, isn't isn't it something like Morgan? It begins with an M. Oh. <laughs> Ziggy got bought a dragon <laughs> T.Y. earlier. So if you hear scraping, it's him scraping the T.Y. along the floor. And when Freya said then, I really don't want him to do that because it's going to show up on the recording. He looked at me and dropped it really aggressively. So in the beans in disgust. the T.Y. are now like dolloping on the floor. So if you hear that, it's not our dodgy recording or editing skills. It's the dog. It's the dog. Let me tell you what I think of Kyle's Usually. situation. Yeah. Tell me. It's giving 2023 Chris Shaw and G Flip as really far as is. I'm concerned. Like 22 Chris Shaw and G Flip. Oh, no, no, because they're in 2023. So it's they, I'm saying oh, they're the new you version. Mean like the 23 version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, so Maurizio, so sh- Carl has recently come forward after all this speculation and been like, me and Maurizio are still together. However, Kyle didn't a- address that she wasn't with Morgan. So what I think has happened is. They're in a relation. I I reckon that they're in an open relationship. Now imagine yourself in this situation. Imagine that you're Kyle Richards and you've got this like live through Royal Housewives Mm -hmm. of Beverly Hills. You've been married to Maurizio for God knows how long. Mm -hmm. He's clearly, allegedly, cheating, right? Which there's been cheated multiple times. Has cheated multiple times. That there's been so many times when like girls have outed him and been like, yeah, he's a player and whatever. I mean, he's just like a successful guy in Hollywood. I think that. Uh, Sadly, it comes with the title, name, I would assume. Name me one that isn't cheating. Mm-hmm. Like, literally name me one. So, like, I'm not even fussed. But what I think has happened is they were like, well, we've got this empire together. 
mm-hmm. we've got our kids, mm-hmm. we still love each other, we've mm-hmm. got this lovely house, blah, blah, blah. It's too much for us to like break up, but we want to experience different things yeah. as well. So I, this is this is like hugely speculating, but this is what I've imagined that's happened because there's so many context clues that point in the direction oh. that Kyle is having they've a bit done- of fanny fun. All. <laughs> they've done all of the classic lesbian humor. Yeah, they've, they've done, done the fucking all. tattoos. Okay, she- so let's talk about the tattoo. So... Maritza and Kyle have been together for what, 20? 20 odd years. years. Yeah, it's got to They've be. I mean, the eldest has like got no ages. longer than that. It's got to be like 38 because the eldest, I swear, has hit her 30th. Yeah, but she had, I think she had one before. It's all good. Do you want to use my phone? When we have PR live in the room, who's meant to be the celebrity know it all. This is so And funny. we're in Cornwall without signal, able to Google things and fact check ourselves. She doesn't fucking know what I we're I look at my her. phone and I've got, you guys still looking for strap recommendations? We've got what I think is the Aslan Commando leather harness. We Did Leanna send that? No. <laughs> Who sent that? <laughs> I don't know. Who really sent that? Know. I don't know. Is it like a business or like... No, no, it's a, it's a, it's a follower. Oh. God, I love you guys. <laughs> I really do. No, but we asked for it. Yeah, we did. So they've been together for God knows how long, ages. We'll find out in a minute. And Kyle has never gotten a tattoo. They've been together for 26 years. Thank you, Liv. And Kyle has never had a tattoo, an M tattoo, until this Mm -hmm. year. Just so happens to be that Jan's initial of her first name is M. Yeah. What are the odds? Yeah. She denied it. I don't give a fuck what she's denied. Right, okay, well, I'll take back what I just said. She has denied it, but I still think that it's happening. Oh, 100%. <laughs> like, I'm Let sorry, Kyle, you... I love you so much. Also, we called it from we did. day one. Day one of me and Freya watching Real, House of, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, which we started watching at the start of our relationship. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the season was a lot older than the start of our relationship, but I called it from basically one of the first episodes to be like, because yeah. we would have conversations to be like, out of all of the crew members, who would you think is the most likely to be gay? The cast members, Brandy sorry. And Kyle. Yeah, Brandy and Kyle. And a bit of Dorit as well. Oh yeah, Dorit's definitely I mean, a little bit fruity. I mean, I'd argue they're all a bit fruity, but that's for another day. Who don't I want to be fruity? I'm um, Kyle's that's sister. That's list. Oh, um, yeah. What's her name? Can't remember. I know that she's just one hundred percent straight there because she's yeah. got like that, she's got like, that like man crazy vibe about yeah, her. That yeah, like yeah. pick me energy, which I, like Kim, yeah, Kim. yeah, Kim Richards. I mean, oh. she's a legend, but she's a legend. like Rinna, They're you know that Rinna'd fuck a woman. You know Rinna would, yeah. Um, I'd also, I feel like Rinna would fuck me and hate crime me in the same sentence. Yeah, I also like, I feel like um, she. Would, <laughs> who was the one that got time. that husband robbed everyone? The old um, Erica. Erica. Erica's giving gay. Well, I mean, Erica said that she was sleeping with girls. Yeah, well, after there you go. So, Legend. another reason why I think that they are together is classic U Haul, the tattoo. I don't give a fuck if she denies it. I'm going with it. I'm sorry, but why in the rockiest patch of your relationship? Because she even said, me and Maurizio are rocky. Why in the rockiest patch of your relationship would you get your partner's initial tattooed on you after being together for so long? Right. Okay, so she's been stopped by the paparazzi and she said that she's been friends with her for ages and she's got multiple matching tattoos with friends. I, I don't still really, don't buy no, it. I don't buy it. No, right, sorry. can I also go into why else <laughs> I also think that this is like a thing? Mm. Is because, and I know this is a very subjective opinion and it is just my opinion and it is theory, mm. but I find with lesbians generally, myself included, 
When I first realized I was a lesbian, mm -hmm. I loved the tat girls, mm -hmm. the girls that dressed more like masculine. I yes. fucked so hard with an eyebrow piercing, an eyebrow slit. Oh, I, I fucked so hard undercut. with like, the undercut, side cut? the side cut, which Leanna still has, is hot. I still hot. think that's hot. Mm -hmm. I still think those girls are hot. Don't get me wrong. Those girls, I still think but are really hot. But those were the ones but that, that you would was the Because it was almost like... And I, I was kind of more like that when I first came Same. out as well. Like, definitely, like, well, I'd, I'd done the undercut, wore the snapbacks, dressed way more gay than what I do now. Um, because it's almost quite, quite, like, liberating in a way, I feel. Mm. And so, it. like, it is a bit of a classic that she may be one of her kind of first... I'm not saying she's never been with a woman before, but like serious women things. I'm just, we're completely facts, like making things up here. But this is our opinion. We're not saying it's true. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That it's classic to go for that type of lesbian. And this woman is beautiful. I'm not, I'm not disregarding yeah, that, gorgeous. but she's very obviously given gay. all of the gay cards, she is right? gay. Yeah. And yeah, that's another what theory of mine. What about them like canoodling on the jet? Like, that they photo. just look like a queer couple. They do. Look, Kyle looks more safe with this lesbian than she's ever looked standing next to Maurizio in their whole marriage. Fact. I just want it to happen. It is happening. It's <laughs> fine. It's happening. But maybe, you know, I think as well, like her denying it, you can't always take as gospel because they have so many like opposing things that are going against them. Mm -hmm. She knows how much hate she's going to get. She's got a contract with Bravo on Real Housewives mm -hmm. of Beverly Hills. You have mm -hmm. no idea like yeah, what that means to her, her to say what well, exactly, exactly. But it does it pretty fucking. This obvious. is again just why Chriselle's a fucking G. legend. She she she's is a G with, with a G, G. <laughs> because like I again just fucking legendary of how mm -hmm. she was like yeah. yeah. And not apologetic. I think it's easier. Enough. I think it was easier for her though because she wasn't married with kids, a family, and the business with the husband. It's a it's a way bigger thing. I'm not yeah. saying that Chriselle wasn't fucking amazing for doing that. Yeah. She was still brave to do it. But Kyle has got a lot more riding mm -hmm. against her and pressures that Chriselle and probably have a had. lot more like dedicated, like stay at home, straight oh white women, God, yeah. like licking her like, ass. I think we forget how more. fucked America is. Like I genuinely think that we we forget how fucked it is. Like how backwards there. it is. Yeah, yeah. it's really backwards. Yeah, and true. the thing is, is that like, we live in our safe bu bubble of our demographics on TikTok mm -hmm. and Instagram and everything else. You ever slide away from that mm -hmm. for a second, you're like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you realize that actually the real world is still, well, yeah. is, is very fucked up. It is. Talking of fucked up, and we're in our TMZ era today. I'm loving it. <laughs> That's the American like reporting shit, right? I, I want to make sure TMZ. TMZ. Yeah. If it's English, we'll be like TMZ. It is yeah. shitty paparazzi. I'm in my shitty paparazzi era. Perez Hilton, fuck you. Ballinger. <gasps> Colleen Ballinger. Oh my God. Miranda Sings. Fucked up. Can I just say mm -hmm. really quickly, mm -hmm. I never, ever liked this person. As in, I think it was one of my exes, and you did find her funny. Don't At deny one it. One point, I you was, did. It was because me and Leanna liked going. I'm actually judging you for together. finding her funny because a lot of people did. But I never. I didn't find her funny. I thought it was fucking pathetic. I also thought it was weird. I didn't find anything about her likable. She gave me the weirdest vibe mm. to the point where I've never actually. A lot of people around me have been like, "Oh, she's so funny. Watch this," and I'm like, "No, no." She's so fucking 
like something I could see that was off. always really calculated and quite weird. She mm-hmm. gives me the eyes of one of our ex-best friends, actually. Oh, I kind of know what you yeah. mean. The look. The look. Give me crazy. just the heebie-jeebies. So... Obviously, I'm not going to say I'm not surprised that this has come out because I am. Like, I thought, I think that's crazy. Yeah, I would you never think she's think crazy, that but not her, this level. Yeah. But I knew that something wasn't right. And I also disliked her as a person. So yeah. I don't feel bad for her. Not I that just, I should because what she's done is I, fucking awful. Yeah, I really don't feel bad for her. First things first, if you don't know already, guys, Colleen Ballinger, the woman who formed Miranda Sings, this like piss take character on YouTube, had a really, really strong child like fan base. So like children and teenagers was mm-hmm. like her fan base. Um a lot of her stuff was like inappropriate, but at the same time, I, you this know, is what just gonna interrupt you there. I also find it weird that she had a young and childlike fan base because of the minimal, minimal content I have seen I don't know how children or young people would find that content engaging and enjoyable unless she was actively pursuing that audience. I think it's more so like the piss take of like singing badly on purpose, the makeup, like it is quite childlike. Maybe I just struggle to find anyone that would find it funny. Yeah, I I think that it is definitely aimed more towards children, like regardless, right? But... um, What's obviously come to light is Colleen having these group chats with these underage teenagers. And we do have a lot of young people message us and say that we're helping them in their youth. And yeah, there are some things that we talk about which aren't age appropriate. No, but but also... it's listed as that. Yeah. And, you know, we can't control who our audience is. No. Anyone under the age of 18... I'm not engaging. But there's no way in hell, right? So we figure, imagine one day we find out that we've got this whole group of like young listeners and we create a group chat Mm -hmm. where we speak to them every day. Not only do we speak to them every day, we air out our issues with our relationship with them to get get advice from them. Strange. um, And then go, yeah, but that's manipulation, isn't it? That's emotional manipulation. Because you're you're making them feel bad for you. Because then if they don't reply or something, like, Mm -hmm. you're then like, oh, I'm in such a bad place. It's it's classic. But it's grooming. grooming. So she then got caught out by um, this guy. They are a a really like cool creator. Absolutely fucking hilarious, by the way, as well, um, which I really appreciate. But um, has called out Colleen on all of this shit and basically being like, you harass me. This is not okay. You were really inappropriate with me. Um, And then in the worst PR move possible, Colleen then whacks out a fucking ukulele. It's just, it's just so her though, which is I'm a fucking wanker, which has been in my fucking don't head sing it every day. I'm trying don't. to stop. It's already in my head. Yeah, the fact that, that you've just it. said that, yeah. I'm annoyed. Um, uh, just to basically like say I'm just a loser. I'm not a groomer. So, like, and I'm like, what? Again, it's so like, it's just very her and what she's put herself out as of all this like these years to be like. I'm so stupid and naive. I can't be held accountable for anything because I'm just so kooky. So Liv has basically just said that what she thinks, what people are thinking, that what she's going to do is go away, go MIA for a couple of weeks and then come back and basically blame it on the Miranda Sings character. I I honestly wouldn't be surprised. I'm just so over this person. Like, I think I'm all for like holding people accountable. But as much, and as much as the piss take videos have been funny, like... 
I think it just needs to stop. This person needs to be silenced because when mm. they're narcissists like that, she's still getting kicks out of it. I don't give a fuck how no. she pretends that she's, she's suffering. Getting she's definitely attention. getting kicks. She's yeah. getting attention, right? Yeah. It's really, really bad. Fucking yeah. attention that nobody would want. But if you do have that mentality where you're kind of like, I did nothing wrong. I'm not this person. Yeah. But you clearly are, and the proof is in the pudding. Like the the scenes that we've seen of her on stage being really inappropriate with kids is like fucking gross. Mm -hmm. um, and then to to top it all off, she then started a podcast with Trisha Paytas. Yeah, <laughs> poor Trish. I fucking love Trish. And I mean, she is a problematic queen, but a queen is nonetheless. A, she is a queen. Um, and Colleen, then it was it was found. It, Trish found out that she had been sending nudes of Trisha to this group of underage children. Yeah, and body shaming her at and the same time. Her, but what the fuck? How weird do you just have to be? Like, I... You almost, can't come back from that. I'm sorry, there is no No, but way I almost back. just can't comprehend that it's actually happened because for all of my faults, and believe me, I've got a fucking lot of them, none of which I'd ever admit to. I'm joking. <laughs> um, it would just never cross my mind to have a group chat with underage people mm -hmm. a i mean to be honest with you i'm not and i love all of our followers and i love our younger followers for the sense mm -hmm. that like i love that i'm able to provide something that is helping the younger generation Same. and if you know w we do live shows in the future and those younger generation want to come come bring a fucking adult bring someone of age like you know i'm, I'm more than happy for all of that mm. but i'm not really interested in engaging with anyone like on a chat, you know, sometimes we reply to DMs and things really under the age of 23. And some younger followers have DM'd us about stuff like, oh, I love the episode and I've said thank you and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But it just doesn't occur to me because I I look at them and I'm like, oh, you're right. Maybe you're under a 21. I think 23 is a bit steep. I yeah, I'm just, 21. I don't know. But, but like, but, yeah, you, I, do you know I what I mean? mean? Like a fully grown, like adult. adult. But I feel, uh, but then that's because you're not a groomer. <laughs> but this is what I mean. That's I just can't comprehend like it. What at this point, if I was Colleen, I would be like, Look, I just fall off the face of I've the earth. I've had a to good run. It's been years and years and years. I'm sure that I can live off the fucking ads that I'm still getting off of YouTube yeah. and just go yeah. quiet because 100%. like, there's but no this way is of coming the thing. back from that. A lot of these people are narcissists. Mm -hmm. You know, they're a James Charles as well has yeah. given me the same sort of vibe. They're addicted to the hype, even if the hype is bad. I'm not saying her and James no. Charles' situation is similar. No. I mean, but I'm just saying the type of characters that some of these people are. What's that? About? Gabby Hanna as well. Oh, Gabby Hanna. It, they all feed off the same Gabby type Hanna and Miranda of energy. And they Dawson. can't be shamed. Like no. they can't, they keep bouncing back. And this no. is one of the big things why I was really apprehensive about doing this podcast because like, not that I have anything to hide, but... If if so, I was called up, so, like I would be death. Like I don't know what I'd do because I would feel so deeply ashamed, and yeah, I would never same. come back online. Same. So the fact that they do that really does blow my I mind. I just think that they don't live in reality anymore, though. No. Like they've been in this bubble for so long that they're like, okay, real life just yeah. no longer exists. Yeah. Um, but it's fucking insane. Um, she shouldn't have done that mock-up of an apology because that only made things worse. Yeah. Um, but then once the once the Trisha Paytas shit came out, then it's like, okay, now you can't do okay, anything. Like, so you're controversial, now. but everyone's going to know that I am controversial talking about me not being controversial. Uh, the thing that pained me the most was her putting her dog down. <gasps> Same. You are I can't. the biggest piece of shit mm -hmm. in the whole entire world 
to do that to an animal with without very 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 good justification and i will honestly argue with anyone in the dms who mm -hmm. can justify putting down an unhealthy dog Innocent unless dog. it is extremely justified mm -hmm. and that is my opinion and i will not waver on that to no. any degree but the fact that as an adult she would relay she done that. that and then she done a fucking video laughing about it i'm sorry oh, you're, you're a prick. You're, i hope like you're a fucking nasty piece of work well, like you're come tapped, on, baby there's yeah. something very 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 wrong with you but that shows the sociopathic tendencies yeah, yeah. not normal not the narcissism normal. the weird yeah yeah there's something anyway, not right with her <laughs> I'm tired of talking about that bitch. Can <laughs> yeah. we move on to the Barbie movie? Yeah, so I can't fucking wait until this comes out. Same. So and I've never been a Barbie girl. Actually, kind I'm of. I was more girl. a um baby born growing up. Like really? I was never I was never playing with Barbies or brats. Like I loved baby Annabelle. I loved baby born. I loved baby Molly. I had a little shed in the garden that my stepdad had converted to me in a two-story doll's house. I spent my life in there growing up. That is so fucking but cute. But I'm still very keen for the Barbie movie. Is it anything to do with the fact that Margot Robbie is in it? Probably, but <laughs> whatever gets them the views. Well, I think that Margot was potentially like the best person they could have chosen for this. But 100%. One, one thing or that's Jody been Comer. like... Jodie Comer. She'd have been good. Jodie Comer is not Barbie enough though. Margot's like proper Barbie, like super True. blonde, very femme. Like, True. But the one thing that's really been making me laugh about this and like so many people said it, they were like, are uh, they going to scissor? Because that's what I made my Barbies do. So I need it to be uh, realistic. Literally, why? To the plot. Yeah. Because I was doing some weird shit with those Barbies. <laughs> and I hope they relate Talking all about of them. Sociopathic the tendencies. <laughs> Freya and her Barbies growing up. Um, <laughs> no, I mean. I like, did. As much as I didn't enjoy them. Yeah, I stripped my brats down. I did. I stripped my Barbies down and I also cut the hair off. So I don't know. That's weird. I never cut the hair. So I don't know who the fuck I'm sat next to. I, okay, so I did cut their hair, but it's because I had a doll that you could, um, that would grow its hair back. You know, the doll that you cut its hair. I don't really think back. there's much of an excuse. But anyway, I um, wanted to make them dyke-tastic. Yeah, I'm why going did to actually... we all strip off our Barbies? Lesbians, did any of you strip off your Barbies as well? Because I, I know that we're not alone in that sense. Like the girls will, I, um, do you know what I find weird that I didn't ever do though? And mm -hmm. looking back now, I'm like, fuck, that was a missed opportunity. Mm -hmm. So I was saying to this to you that I fucking loved sims growing up mm -hmm. loved it had chronic anxiety as a child still do but not probably not as bad actually which i think's a flex um <laughs> i it was escape from reality for me i loved it mm. i never had lesbian sims what i can't believe it do you know what neither did i like why didn't why I know. I have lesbian sex. I know. It never even... But I knew I was gay Oh, do you know what I point. did, though, that was even weirder? So I went on to Habbo House as a boy. Yeah, me too. Did you? Oh, yeah, but Thank I think you. that's fine. I think, like, a lot of people do that. I don't think that's necessarily, yeah, like, showing your Yeah, because I was like, I'm going to be a lesbian with a real-life girl character, but she doesn't know I'm a girl. Oh, yeah. you were... Right. Bit catfish. Bit catfish. Catfish Habbo lesbian edition. 11 years old. Very interesting. Just really went um, for it. Yeah, never had lesbian sims. And I'm really disappointed. I'm going to get, I've told you I'm getting sims, which you're not happy about. Okay, baby. Because you know that 
I'm probably going to speak to you even less than what I do now, but at least we've got this podcast every week. Well, yeah. I give you a good hour of my time then. for me to talk Exactly, and look me in the the eye and, you know, all that stuff. (laughs) Um, Best believe my whole town's going to be queer. If you're heterosexual, you're literally not allowed to live there. That's that's the rules of my new... I'm going to call it... Yeah, I'm going to call it Queerville. Queerville, nice. I like that. Well, I have going back onto Barbie. Okay. So you know how, like, so basically, apparently, apparently, there is going to be a lesbian plot within Barbie with I her and that. America I hope Ferrera. Not baiting us though, like I just have no faith in the media well, anymore. Ever since Tar, we don't know, but you know, America Ferrera, there, you know, the one who played Ugly Betty. There seems to be a scene where they're looking at each other and be like, "Shit, it's you." Da-da-da. Interesting. But let me show you something of this pasta. Not a dish, but a pastor in America. Oh, a pastor. <clears throat> a pastor. He is fucking insane. Um, oh, God, I bet he's having an absolute he's fucking ha- aneurysm so can over we just this. Say Hopefully having... he is having a complete aneurysm and dies soon. I'm I'm howling. No, right? you don't even need to show... No, no, Fred, no, no it's going to no, wind no, me up. No, just really quickly. He's called Kent Christmas, which by the way is like Christmas, the gayest lol. name ever. Who has the name Kent Christmas? That is gay. Secondly, it is so funny that a grown ass man is getting on a stage with a little headset mic. Oh, why do they always have to have the headset so mic? Why can't up? they just hold a fucking microphone? Because they've got to have their arms to really shove a fist up their own arse whilst they're talking. They've got to hit I mean? their G spot with their little finger whilst they're talking. Yeah, exactly. So let me play this to you. So I want a real life reaction. Gosh. In the name of the Lord. Barbie movie. A preacher has called for holy judgment on Greta Gerwig's Barbie movie for being, quote, full of homosexuality. Yes. The religious condemnation comes as fan theorized that Barbie, played by Margot Robbie, is a lesbian in the new film. Love While it. details of the plot have remained very limited during press interviews, the film centers on Barbie and her journey into the real world to uncover the truth about her deteriorating Barbie fantasy. Director Greta Gerwig has dropped hints that the film was inspired by disco music and Margot technicolor Robbie, musicals man. like The Ooh. Wizard of Oz. While there's absolutely no confirmation that Barbie will be made into a sapphic icon that hasn't stopped the people of the internet from jumping for joy at the mere prospect from what i've heard margot had a bit of creative control and we all know she's been wanting to play a sapphic character Margot's for fruity. years theorized one person thinking they're going to make barbie a lesbian might not be as delusional as we think my character gloria uh encounters barbie and um it's a it's a connection it's a gay panic and, is what it is hijinks ensue from there and i think that's all i'm allowed to love say. that this new barbie movie that has been released full of transsexual <laughs> and transgender <laughs> and homosexuality <laughs> in the name of the lord may god lose a judge god lose a holy judgment his comments maybe why do they have to talk like <laughs> what the fuck the storm is coming. It's uh, the gays so and the trans, uh, the transgenders and the transsexuals. And a storm the is coming, and all you motherfuckers are getting wiped. He's absolutely right. I mean, yeah, to be fair, what? they've got every right to be Imagine scared. This... Let me tell you why. Because those motherfuckers have walked along this earth. Oh, Freya's just spilt her beer. All down her in fury. <laughs> um, they've walked on this so earth, bad. like so disgustingly privileged for so long mm-hmm. and they know the queers are just getting stronger and stronger we're getting bigger and bigger we, we are like we've spoken about this before is that like now i feel like it's a really um historical time because we're gaining more acceptance in so many ways i think predominantly because of online apart from in america apart from in america there, online 
Oh, online. Online. Yes, yeah, yeah. Around the world, because people have a lot more access to things now. People are able to build communities without mm -hmm. being in the same physical space. Mm -hmm. That's creating a lot of scaredness between cunts of the world, because yeah, that's all that they right. are. And there is a real pull at the moment. And some things are, have got worse and are getting worse, I think, right now. Well, I know. But I truly think are going to get better. I genuinely think it's because they're terrified. Like yeah, they, they see know everything that they, that's they going on that and we're not taking shit anymore. This is the thing, right? Like the iceberg has been tipped mm -hmm. and I don't think now you can go back into the mass control of keeping people quite in the closet or not expressing themselves mm -hmm. quite how you used to because the online presence is so strong yeah. that people um, have their community online and get so much support from it now. It helps them deal with the community that they may not have in their mm -hmm. reality. Yeah. And you, 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 I just don't think there's any coming back but from we it. Do, but we do have quite a lot of Americans. Because they can put rules on us and shit, right? Yeah. But like, it's not going to stop people now because they've got their community. Well, no, but also, you know, we have a, we have a large American listener following. Yep. and We love the, you guys, by the way. We do love you so much. But we know that the new laws that are passed about being yep. able to decline service to a homosexual within Fuck. restaurants, cafes, get fucked Egg also, the place. it's just so weird. Also, I heard about yogurt bombing Grow the other up. day. Just like yogurt through the letterbox. Just I do think that's everything really good. annoying. Like honestly, like I, I, I can't believe. Liana would definitely send poo parcels to people if they wanted to. Shit. Like, she would do that. No, but a good old shit on fire. She'd do it for a bit of hard cash. Hard cash. I'd probably do it for a bit of hard send, cash. Send Liana twenty quid, and she'll post the shit to anyone. Yeah, hundred percent. She will. But I think. You guys, I mean, it's it's completely fucked. But, but my heart goes out to the American followers because, like, um, it's just fucking horrible. Yeah, it is. It's fucked. But Barbie is going to be amazing. And I hope it's gay as fuck. It will be gay. If not, the gays will kick off and there'll be a gay version or Barbie 2 where she's gay. We because will, they know me that, and Scarlett like, will dress like, up as let, Barbie characters. Who is blowing this motherfucking movie up? It's the queers. Yeah. Like, we they are know the reason why this is done so well already. Mm -hmm. Because the fucking lesbians love it and the gays love it. Yeah. And like everyone just loves it. Yeah. The queer community love it because it's just so... Camp. It's just so... It's just giving cunt, isn't it? Is it? Giving in the best way. Cunt. It's giving cunt in a good way. Cunt. So yeah. they're not going to fuck over their cells and like piss us what? off. I fucking hope not. They're really not. We'll see. We'll see. Um, Right, I'm over my TMZ era for now. But I do just want to quickly say as well, guys, um, for the lot of you who have s kind of like seen us out and about London, I love you, first of all. Thank you um, for coming to say hi. Thank it you does so really mean much. We've had a few people message being like, I saw you, but I didn't. And I'm like, honestly, we don't buy it. Scarlet might, but like... I will. <laughs> <laughs> but it but would I be... feel like a lot of you motherfuckers are like it. But it's so nice. Like everyone that we've met is has been incredible. Yeah. Like really, really incredible. And we've had like such a nice like that sound is me slapping the dog's yeah. belly. <laughs> we've had such nice encounters. So moving on to our non-TMZ content of today. <laughs> this is something that we kind of mentioned quite a few episodes ago where we said when we get our lazy asses or our busy asses bit both I suppose now we've got actually guys just another side note going on from talking about sims earlier is um we've bought a playstation oh, yeah and I love I love the PlayStation, and we've got GTA classic I am 
loving it. Can we have a show of hands, actually, how many of you would be interested if we started, like, live streaming us playing it? Because I think it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, it's great. I love it. Lesbians in GTA. What yeah, a mix. Amazing. And who else has GTA? And can we do, like, online games together? Thank you. So <laughs> it's gone on from Call of Duty Mobile to GTA on the PlayStation 4. And this we're going to buy Call of Duty tomorrow. We are. So How exciting. We had mentioned on the podcast a few episodes ago that we were going to talk about or like do um, Agony Aunt episodes on the Patreon because, sorry, Ziggy's now eating his food. <laughs> so I we're just going to... He's out for blood. He is out for blood. Um, so <laughs> we are going to do specific Agony Aunt sessions on the Patreon because we were saying that like we have so many topics to discuss on the podcast main itself and also the horror stories are just iconic yeah like we don't really have a lot of like uh kind of capacity in a way to do like specific agony aunt stuff where you guys write in asking for advice on specific things so we want to do that like separate episodes that are yeah. purely agony aunt and then yeah. it goes on to the patreon for you guys to have a little look exactly so we're in. gonna do ad hoc probably be like 20 minute long episodes which are more kind of based on serious emotional stuff that we give our unsolicited advice on but we really wanted to talk about one today um to a kind of see if you guys actually like this content and b because we find it really interesting we find this story mm. very interesting and also very um poignant in a lot of ways actually i think as well it's all really relatable stuff like the things that really relatable in, i'm like okay i've actually been in a situation yeah. like that before yeah uh, so, or maybe i haven't so like it's good to talk about it absolutely so one of our amazing followers actually messaged us quite a few weeks ago. Um, I think maybe off after our monogamy episode or one of the episodes where we kind of spoke about lesbian bed coma and just relationship stuff of that maybe the relationship not quite being what it used to be when you're kind of over that honeymoon period, et cetera, et cetera. And um, this person wrote in and had explained to us that she had been in a relationship for really quite a few years and her and her wife had a child together but I think she explained that maybe for the last four years hadn't um really had any physical and I don't think emotional connection there and this person was, was kind dead. of writing to us to say you know I don't know what to do but also your podcast is a bit of an outlet for me and the way that you talk about and approach handling specific situations I find really useful mm -hmm. and you know etc cetera, etc cetera. so we had gone back to this person hadn't we and I can't remember the specifics of what we had said but I think we had you know explained that Obviously, it's really shit. Like, mm. I can't imagine being married to someone with a child and getting to that point. Although, we can all agree is very, very, very common. And I it don't is, think... Yeah. And again, going back to the whole Carl Richards thing, having children, having those binaries make it worse, but also don't change that you're a fucking human and mm -hmm. you're allowed to fall out of love with someone and things are allowed to change. It doesn't matter what ties you have to that person and i i strongly feel that nothing should keep you binded to a person if you're not happy for two no. reasons you need to set yourself free you don't owe that to yourself and you don't deserve to be treat yourself that way 
And it's also just not fair on the other person because you could be setting them free onto a better thing if you don't feel that this relationship is necessarily as good or as fulfilling yeah. as it can be. Because they could also have a different view on it, right? But yeah. you don't want to be with someone who ultimately just doesn't feel it anymore. Exactly. Like, that's really sad. And, you know, we explained that we thought our first protocol, you know, is always to, to try and see if there's any kind of route of rectification. Mm-hmm. Um, but if there isn't any route of rectification, then yeah, maybe you have to do the fucking really horrible, painful thing of walking away. Mm-hmm. Because I don't feel that those things come back once they've been lost to a certain degree. So if you, you know, and we can give the advice of try to talk to someone, try to go to relationship counseling. But also if you know that it's done, I yeah. don't think you and can change that. And you're that. just done. It, it, yeah. just, it happens. And that's fine. It's mm-hmm. hard. It's horrible. Yeah. It's really sad. But it is also okay to mm-hmm. feel that way. No. So we had kind of had a bit of back and forth with this person. And she seems amazing, by the way. Like, she really does. Yeah. And um, I was shocked, actually, to find out that she was 29. Because mm. I think the way that she handles herself and kind of speaks. And also just the fact that... She's married with a child yeah. at age 29. I still, you know, at my age, in my late 20s, feel like a fucking 18-year-old. So I'm still yeah. baffled when people have children. <laughs> when they have child. Yeah. Um, so we'd kind of had that bit of back and forth. And, you know, I think a slight bit of communication here and there between. And, and it, this situation, I wouldn't say played on my mind, but definitely really resonated with me in the sense where I was like, what's this person going to do? Like, I was quite invested in how's this going to go? Yes, you know? yeah. Like, when we gave our initial first bit of advice, because, like, a lot of the time, like, don't, you know, nobody has to take what we say as gospel no, or as, like, a deciding factor. because it's not factor. gospel. I mean, I like to think I'm gospel, but <clears throat> yeah, I'm definitely absolutely. fucking not. No, I'm joking. But, uh, but, it's, but it's, it's interesting that it was heard. And almost sometimes you do just need someone to kind of, like, back your corner a little bit as well. Like, to kind of verify the way that you're feeling because... So many people just say, I'll oh, stay for And I think as well, sometimes, yeah, it's really good to pe- speak to people really external because they have no emotional attachment no. to you, your yeah. partner, your situation. So you can give a really objective view. And whether that be yeah. right or wrong, it's just sometimes something that you need. Yeah. So fast forward a few weeks. And I think we brought it up on a podcast again a couple of weeks ago where we spoke about this conversation really, really, really briefly. And she reached back out and was like, oh... I've got an update. Lesbian Supper Club. <laughs> I've got an update for yeah, you. Love that. I can't I think I was half asleep when Freya got the message and she was like Scarlet and I was like, I need to be in full like analytical yeah, assessment mode when I read this. I showed you in the cool light of day. So this lovely person sent an update, which basically goes a bit like this. Cutting straight to the point, she took our advice, which mm-hmm. I'm sure wasn't just based off our advice. I was surprised, I'm not gonna lie, to read it. So basically she messaged and said to us, like, guys, so much has happened. In short, she took our advice and ran with it. And I fucking respect it because yeah. it's ballsy as fuck. But I was also a bit like, shit, mm-hmm. did I cause this? But then I was also like, don't be so fucking self-absorbed. You're not that important. And what you say is not no. that important. No, yeah. Um, I think maybe it was just the cherry on the cake, like having that external person be like, you don't need to do this was maybe Mm -hmm. all she needed. Mm -hmm. So in short, um, she spoke to her wife. They decided that the relationship was was no longer viable Mm -hmm. and not going to work. 
Mm-hmm. I think from what she said, the wife had kind of confirmed from what I get that was feeling the same. I don't yeah. think to such degree. I but think the way that it was so amicable, she must have, because God forbid, had she had not felt the same, God forbid, if she had not felt the same, she would not have probably reacted so great. Exactly. I get the impression that maybe she wouldn't have taken the first step, but was quite grateful for the girl that had messaged us potentially. to have taken the first yeah, step. Potentially. So that's fucking monumental in its own right. Yeah. Okay. They're married. They've got a child together. She's decided that it ain't happening for her anymore. That was enough for me to be like, whoa, big shit's gone down. Yeah. And some then I continue. shit. Yeah, some crazy motherfucking <laughs> shit. And then I continued to read the messages to discover that since the amicable parting ways of the marriage, and they also said, I just want to say that they've both agreed that like co-parenting is that absolute priority. And she has said that she has absolutely no doubt that they're going to be amazing co-parents, which I think is so nice because I Very think mature. often we have so much negative association with lesbian breakups because to be honest guys we bring it out on ourselves like most of the time they are fucking horrendous mm-hmm. and one person's always acting not okay i know that we joke about all of this but i also don't find it at all funny mm. like if someone leaves you and the relationship is done leave them alone leave them the fuck alone mm-hmm. grow up mm-hmm. move on yes you're allowed to be hurt you're allowed to be upset have those conversations have that it is horrible but you need to have some self-respect and to not put someone that you quote unquote love so much through emotional turmoil yeah because it doesn't matter what anyone's done to you or what you think anyone's done to you behaving like that is completely fucking unacceptable Mm -hmm. we've seen it a lot recently actually like friends of friends friends you know and I do think it's a bit of like a gimmick in the community to be like, oh, lesbians are crazy. Lesbian breakups are crazy. And sometimes there are funny things that happen and we can all look back and laugh. But overall, I don't think it's funny at all, actually. Like, I really don't. No, I think it's no. bad. And I think you all need to grow up and go to therapy if you're behaving that way with exes, yeah. like calling you please, out. Please, please get a professional yeah, on board. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, they agree to be ma- amazing co-parents. And I thought that was it. Mm -hmm. And then the story progressed. So this lady that had written in has also got a work crush. And since the relationship, she said that she had never emotionally visited that before because she was committed in her relationship. I think, to be fair, I think the girl was always there and there was like, oh, I have a crush on her. Yeah, but it was never, it it was never explored or even like emotionally explored within her because she was still, you know, with her ex. Mm -hmm. But since that has broken down, um, this person allowed herself to maybe focus a little bit more on this work crush <laughs> and <laughs> putting the work in to, to kind of cut a long story short they have always been super close classic thing where it's like is she straight she's saying she's straight she's giving me all the signs that she's not straight and you go crazy and every song lyric becomes about her and you read into every mm. single thing that they do because you're convinced it's because they're giving you signs and nine times out of yeah. ten they probably are but whether they want you to actually know that is another story mm-hmm. so this has been kind of progressing and this girl had gone on to explain that the 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 person that she's really into who by the way is 29 years of age, still lives at home, 
which isn't a problem. We're in a cost of living crisis, but still lives at yeah, home. I think has always enough. lived at home mm-hmm. um, and has also never had any real relationships, which I think is a big red flag. Yes. Not a red flag in terms of it makes you a red flag as a person. It makes you a red flag in terms of you don't want to be the first person. Mm. No, we've you don't. spoken about that before. Mm. So, But also contrary to that, you're also the red flag if you've literally just very freshly divorced with a baby. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, True. We can't really be saying that True. the girl is fully well, a red yeah, flag. Yeah, we're going to go on to this, like the outcome of this. So <laughs> they were at drinks and the colleagues asked, like, describe your type. So mm-hmm. the lesbian that's into the quote unquote straight, straight girl, girl basically inadvertently described the straight girl to give her a clear sign that she's into her down to the point where she even made a joke and was like, I even love driving girls who drive X car. So the mm-hmm. girl definitely knew it was about her. Yeah. So the lesbian was like, okay, great. She's definitely going to have taken the hint. Mm-hmm. And she did. But the quote unquote straight girl then went to the other colleagues in the office to basically be like, I'm really confused why the lesbian would think that I am bisexual or pansexual or, you know, gay, gay because I'm 100% straight and I've been clear about this. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. the lesbian then goes on to explain why. You can know, can I just say no, really quickly we're gonna why get I'm there. laughing? We're going to get there. Okay. We're going to get there. But I'm I am get laughing there. for a reason. I'm not just laughing to be so, mean. The lesbian, Freya had, as we said at the start, had read the story before me and hadn't picked up on this. So I was like, you know, she said the girl's straight, whatever. And it's, it is a classic. I, I believe if we're not all that crazy, like if we're getting the signs nine times out of ten, we are right. I then go on to read the message, scroll down and realize there's two images, or no, three or four mm-hmm. images attached to the email giving us an update on the situation. I click on the attachments of said lesbian and quote-unquote straight women in photos together and also the quote-unquote straight woman in singular photos. Now, girlies, let me tell you, when I say that is a fucking lesbian... That is a gay girl. Oh, I she saw her gay. and I thought, gay. Just straight well, away. She it just makes, wasn't even a thing to be like, she makes the lesbian look, look straight. straight. Like, and not yeah. even just... Sh- like a little bit straight, like straight. We're talking cats. And whilst we don't want to box people, is, I'm sorry. All right, there are some classic Jot signs. We're talking even. the tight ribbed tanks, tattoos, the cut off shirts, the cut off shirts, the, the not even just the tattoos, the placement of tattoos, yeah. the hairstyling. But it's also the features. I, it's, call me crazy. There is certain features that I see on lesbians. It's the way that they pose. Mm -hmm. It's the the way that they, the way that we all pose, the way that we hold ourselves. We give gay. Okay. We do give gay. She is fucking screaming it. Yeah. So this girl, the lesbian, has gone from messaging us a few months ago in a, in a stable, although, you know, not emotionally viable anymore, stable wife relationship with a child to going through a divorce and now in some kind of emotional situationship with a colleague who swears that she's straight when, sorry, clearly she isn't. Right, okay, so... So let's give a bit of advice on this, Okay, so my advice is so... You're not going to want to hear this, um, but I wouldn't bother, right? So let me tell you for, for multiple reasons. First of all, you're straight out of this relationship. Like, babe, give yourself a bit of time to be single. I know that you haven't been, like, in a sexual relationship etc so i get that or even right. emotional actually she did or even emotional out in the email but 
it doesn't mean that you should like jump into the next thing. Secondly, if even if this person is gay, even if she is a lesbian, she clearly isn't the right. You don't want to be the first because ride. it's like because if she's not willing to either admit that if she really is a lesbian or isn't able to like make any moves with you, even if she's a closeted lesbian, whatever it might be, I think that you are taking yourself yeah. from a situation with a woman where you were so desperately trying to find a, an emotional and like sexual connection with somebody commitment. else yeah. and commitment. And you need to give yourself time Agreed. and space to just chill out, yeah. not obsess because it's so easy to obsess as well because the more they kind of like give you hints, but then don't do anything, the more that it makes you want them. And it's a whole thing like... We all do do it. And I know that it's not simple to be like, don't fucking go there. But yeah. at the same time, have this in your brain. And and think, I also, I yeah. think like maybe your self-worth will be a bit on the floor at the moment. Yeah. Because like you have been in a pretty platonic relationship mm -hmm. for a while. With and your that, wife. And yeah. that will do things to people, right? And I think the attention that you have gotten from this girl, whether she be gay or straight or whatever, has obviously been really nice, but maybe jading your perception of what is feasible, what is viable yeah. and what isn't. Mm -hmm. um, and I agree with you, like, whilst you made it very clear, and I do agree, I do believe this, is that, you know, you're not passing your emotions from one to another. And I no. think it is very obvious mm -hmm. that that relationship was done. And I don't think you're doing that. However, what I would say is even if you're not in love with someone anymore, when you have spent so much time with someone, you get attached and you do, even if you're not in love with them, you love the way that you had your life with them. You are so and you desperate love to the feel things that. that they that you've done together, even if it wasn't always good, right? And the way that I would look at it, and I think this happens with lesbians a lot because we all do it and we've all done it. We break up with someone. It's a tumultuous breakup. We hate them towards the end. We move on quite quickly. I mean, fuck, I moved on quite quickly after this, after my last relationship mm -hmm. with you. I mean, and this is a classic because it was dead in the water and there was not, I didn't have this at all. And I've got no. to be very clear. I didn't have it with you at all, but I had it with my first relationship and then my second relationship where yes. I did have what I'm yeah. about to say, which is even though you're over it, you need to give yourself time to be over and recover the muscle memory of being with that person. Because I feel that if you move on quite quick mm -hmm. you go through the honeymoon period which is always fucking amazing, amazing and you're like yeah. oh my god this is the best person ever i'm having the best time why didn't i do this sooner i'm so happy blah 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 and then everyone's got their flaws everyone's got their faults you start to spend more time with your new person and they start to do things differently mm. so it might even it's not even on them but it might be even if a thing where you're like okay we're going to sit down and me and my ex used to sit down every thursday night and for example watch real housewives mm. of beverly hills you discover after six weeks of being in some love bubble, bubble with your new girl, she doesn't like Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And then it Beverly hurts Hills. even more because you've already put these expectations yeah. on someone yeah. that like that person never had yeah. in the first place. And it's not personal to you that no. they didn't like Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And you're not even annoyed at them that they didn't, but it saddens you because then you remember that that was a nice thing mm -hmm. from your previous relationship. And you're like, she may have cheated on me six times, but she really loved to watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills on a yeah. Thursday with me. And, that's and what I, I think really that's cherish. so normal yeah. to do. And it's crazy, but that is how our brains work. So yeah, I, I do think you need to give yourself time in hell. Like I think you need to be going out and meeting people i'm not yeah. saying that at all i think and like you are still so fucking young yeah and so i think like just enjoy that for a bit i think maybe as well though because you've been married and because you've had a kid you might have neglected the fact that you are still young. really young yeah you are the same age as me go out and live your life 
and, yeah, and have try- fun with it and have different experiences because like ultimately yeah. what you really want is someone that matches you on a level that is deeper than just an office crush that is someone mm-hmm. that puts in all of their time and effort. let's Not all be of honest their time and effort, but puts in a lot of time and effort to you so many lesbians have work crushes let's be honest psa you're very unlikely to meet your fucking soulmate in the office. You are. So all of you girls agonizing over your sh- quote unquote straight office girlies. Also, you just make it awkward. You're probably not meant for each other anyway, even if they do come out as gay. Like, what are the fucking chances? It's such a classic. No. Like, but also, you you get together, you break up or something weird happens. And you got to be in the office together. It's just, fuck that shit. Don't shit where you eat. But 100%. anyway, darling, we're here for you. Reach out again. Give yeah. us another update. I think um, it's amazing. I think what you've done is fucking incredible mm-hmm. and you should be so proud of yourself. I'm proud of you. Like, yeah, I think I it's am. an amazing thing. Mm-hmm. And I think so many people will take so much positive association from what you've been able to do and probably encourage a lot of people to consider doing the same who mm-hmm. have been, who are in a similar situation. Yeah. Um, but I really do think, absolutely. Just take a bit of time for connections, yourself. Mm-hmm. Have connections, meet people, do all of that have stuff. Have sex, go crazy. But don't, invest emotionally yeah. i would say for a good year with no, anyone i agree but we're rooting that's for you, my babe. two pennies we are on rooting that. for you we love you thank you for writing in we really appreciate it moving on to the horror story I let think me get it up. up so the horror story you Ooh. can have the pleasure because i don't think you've actually read this one properly i've kind no, of told you about it but yeah. you've not read it so please <laughs> yay hey guys i have an interesting story i thought it'd be funny to add to the podcast So it all started when my sister invited me on a night out with her and her friend who is 25 years old and I tagged along. She's been friends with her for three years so I've heard about her but never met her before. So I meet her and I low-key fancy her. By the way, this girl says that she's bisexual. But she didn't fancy me, obviously, because it's her friend's sister. We all had a good night, nothing happened and we all exchanged instants. Then the next week she randomly DMs me asking to come out with her and her friends but did not invite my sister. I was thinking I manifested her it's by a sign. it's a sign. I was thinking I manifested her by accident because I was thinking of her that whole week following the night out. So I said yes to the night out and my sister ended up coming because I didn't realize she was trying to get me alone. <laughs> Lol. Oh, so I asked my sister about the night out only to realize she wasn't told about it. Um, so far. Mm-hmm. Idiot. (laughs) But luckily, she had work in the morning, so she had to leave early. So we all went to a bar first, and we were kind of flirting behind my sister's back. I love this shit. Then we all made our way back to the club where we were drunk and dancing together, but had to behave as my sister was there. She left at 2 a.m., then we kissed, and I went back to her house after the night out. Following that night out, we've seen each other most days of the week, and we're practically in a relationship now. None of my family know, seeing as they all know her too. Oh, my God. I fucking love this. They don't even know I'm bi either. Ouch. And I I just booked a flight to Turkey. (laughs) (laughs) and i just booked a flight to turkey to visit her in august for a week nobody knows crying face (laughs) oh fuck me she's just gonna be in turkey existing turkey just about i'm gonna go get my teeth done oh she happens to be here what a coincidence girls you're not being sly you're not so i'll have to tell them soon i guess um and as you could probably guess i'm scared also to mention i'm 19 and she's 25 oh wow (laughs) plot twist Holy moly. Even Ziggy's trying to get in on this conversation. Right. Oh, my um, God. God. So That's so sticky. I, no, I love this. I love start. it, but it's I think sticky. it's great. It's a great story. It's a great meeting story. 
you just need to say it. So the good thing mm. about this, and we've had this with friends who have come out before, mm-hmm. and these friends have had positive experiences, where some of our friends who have quote unquote come out haven't actually um, come out and been like, oh, I'm gay. They've just been like, oh, I'm with someone of the same sex. Yeah, and I dig that. And I think, and and a lot, they were saying that like a lot of the time it helped because I think sometimes if you have quite like conservative parents and you expect them to react badly, a lot of the time is because they build up a really negative image in their mind. Mm. And a lot of our friends' experience have been like, when we thought our parents reacted, would react badly, they didn't react amazingly, but they reacted better because the person already existed and they all yeah, they they like already met, met them, them and, and they, they liked got on them. really well mm-hmm. and it had a positive association. So the fact that your parents know this girl, and I'm assuming like her if she's been in your sister's life for three years, mm. I think makes it easier personally. <laughs> and I'm not going to quote that it does make it yeah. easier, but I feel like it could. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's one Own of those it. things... You the can't longer be you leave it. To, yeah, but the longer you leave it, the, the worse it's going to get. Yeah. Because people will then be like, even if they're being a bit homophobic towards you coming out, will probably then use the fact that you quote unquote lied about it for oh, so long as the reason that, to be angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So Take that power away from And them. you guys know that we're going to give this advice by this point. I fucking hope you do anyway. Look, if you're ballsy enough to do it and you're ballsy enough to book flights to go to Turkey to meet your little friend or you're actually your sister's little friend i'm sure you wouldn't like to be calling your, you your friend after friend. what you guys have no yeah. doubt been up to i hope not in your sister's bedroom um you've got to be ballsy enough to yeah. tell your sister and tell your family um and i hope she's not trying to tell you to not do that because if she is bad from her you need to have a conversation with her first and then you need to out yourself i think as well if if you are bisexual i could imagine and this is coming from like someone who is a lesbian but this is just a guess for me i could imagine it could be potentially easier to come out once you've got a girlfriend because if you are bisexual and say for instance i think it's great regardless to come out as bi whether you're with a man or with a woman or whatever it might be but it could be potentially easier to come out as bi if you have got a relationship going on like if you've got yourself a girlfriend yeah because people are less likely to be like oh it's just a phase or, yeah yeah you're oh, like oh I'm... i've got a physical yeah, woman exactly. right here who exactly. i am shagging in turkey so i do love this story i think it's incredible it's not so much a horror story but it is a bit of a horror story because like the situation is mm. is fucking complicated i respect it but i love it yeah. love to hear it keep up the chaos girls i love that she's six years older than you as well hot um <laughs> not not miranda but, sings but it's... do you know what? not even for your mum and dad because you don't really owe it to them but like for your sister it sounds like you're quite close because you're going on you're nice, going like, out just you know and if you are that close i'm sure she's going to support you as well i think tell your sister before you yeah. tell anyone else yes. have a chat with the girl that you're sleeping with have a chat with your sister and then if you feel like then you're come ready, out to then the come parents out to the, as a the fucking parents. joint force trio. Yeah. All of you together. Just go balls Call to them the out to walls. Turkey. Get them to meet you on the beach. Yeah, just all go out for dinner together in yeah. Turkey. Yeah. Tell them over a fucking gyros. Gyros. Have I, a good time. Is that what they, is that what they eat in Turkey? Oh, no, it's not. That's Greece. <laughs> I was thinking of the gyros that you'd cooked. What is it? Kebab. Yeah. And um, the, the, what was the, like, the rice and skewers? Have some Turkish like delight. Mmm. And give your parents a fright. Lovely. <laughs> On giving people frights. This episode has been quite frightening. We've been this speaking episode. about 
episode. This ep- <laughs> I'm three beers deep. This episode's <laughs> been quite frightening, obviously, because we've spoken about Colleen Ballinger, and I feel like anything associated to her is fucking frightening. She's I really such dislike a good, this bad person. vibe. Every time that I think about her, I just have like a bad aura her around face. me. face. Makes me violent. Toxic. A lot of pe- a lot of things change. make me violent. Freya, fuck <laughs> off. See now we're gonna fall out as soon as I turn off these mics because you didn't have to do that, and you know this shit pisses me off. You're a prick. I'm gonna spit in your tofu that you're cooking us for dinner. You won't have any. You won't have any because I'm gonna spit on it. <laughs> Leave me alone. Right. On that note. Bye. Love you, lesbians. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.